Welcome to the Bridgeway Church Podcast. My name is David Bowden, and every week I sit down with one or several members of our church staff and host a conversation about how Bridgeway is seeking to fulfill its mission as the Church of Jesus Christ here in our city. If you are a member of Bridgeway, we hope this helps you more deeply engage with what God is doing in our midst. And if you aren't a part of Bridgeway, we hope you feel welcome and that our discussions may lead to more Christ-glorifying ministry in your own context. Let's jump in. Well, welcome everyone to the Bridgeway Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is week two in our series on prayer. Last week, we sat down with Sam Storms and we looked at questions around like, what is prayer? Like, how do we define it? Why do we pray? Um, How does prayer and the sovereignty and foreknowledge of God uh, play with one another. It was, a, it was a great conversation. If you've missed that one, I would encourage you to go back and start there because uh, now we're going to get way more practical and we're going to try to talk about um, our private prayer life and then we're going to move in kind of concentric rings out of our prayer closets out into the world. And so we're going to start today with private prayer. Next week, we're going to look at family prayer, praying with our family, especially I think we're going to focus on praying with our children. And then the following week, we're going to look at praying corporately with the body of Christ, and especially with our local church. And then we'll end this series by looking um, at some questions that um, our Bridgeway members have sent in, especially some uh, Bridgeway youth have sent in some questions and are thinking through those. So we'll uh, we'll corner Sam and, and ask him those questions. <laughs> and so uh, I'm really excited to have three people joining me today uh, from Bridgeway um, to talk about private prayer. So if you'll just go around and introduce yourself real quickly, then we'll, we'll jump in. Aaron, you want to start? Yes, I'm Aaron Goss. I am the prayer ministry coordinator at Bridgeway. Awesome. Matt? Uh, I'm Matt Nelson, and I love to pray. <laughs> and I love to pray. <laughs> and I'm Stacy Webb. Awesome. And uh, we're, we're just so thankful that you guys are here, and uh, we're excited. I'm really excited about this conversation. Uh, we were kind of chatting off air um, before we started, uh, and I, I think this would be a fun place to start. Stacy, you brought up this irony here of... Um, so we're talking about private prayer, and this is one of those few th- disciplines and things that Jesus has told us to do that he said to keep private. Like whenever mm-hmm. you pray, don't pray like the Pharisees do who love to be heard for their long prayers. They go out into the streets and they want everybody to look at them. Mm-hmm. Instead, when you pray, go into your prayer closet uh, where only your father can see you and what you what you will do in secret, you'll, will be, you'll be rewarded for. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, there's just this kind of irony of having a public podcast on private prayer. <laughs> and so sure. uh, what what are some of your thoughts around that? Or was that kind of all of it that I just steal all your thunder <laughs> with my explanation? <laughs> well, that's that's most of it. I think the, the real key there that he gives us is that um, he does reward us when we choose to seek him in private. Mm-hmm. And so the reward, of course, being him yeah the his more of his presence more of his fellowship more of his his thoughts becoming our thoughts mm. and um, more of his truth getting in us but yes it is it is rather ironic to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. talking publicly about something he really encourages us, us to do but i mean there if we didn't talk about it then we would never talk about giving or fasting either That's so right there is great value in it. Yeah. And I think we see like thing examples like, well, one, we know it's okay to talk about private prayer because Jesus is talking about private prayer there. Yes. Uh, Yes. Two, we also know that like there's something to be learned from 
seeing other people who excel in private prayer, learning from their example. Otherwise, the Bible would be wrong to report on Jesus's private prayer moments when he would go right. away up on a mountain to pray by himself. Be like, oh, Jesus must have put that in there to brag about himself. No, of course that didn't happen, right? And yeah. so, and and third, uh, and I think most importantly is um, I think Jesus is getting at an issue of the heart, which obviously the sure. whole Sermon on the Mount, which you're reading from there, um, is is about the heart, right? It's like lust doesn't just happen physically; it happens in the heart, right? And so he's always taking it a, a, to a heart level. Yeah. And so I, I know that all of us are coming in to this podcast not to build a platform or to talk about how great we are at prayer, but just because we have a deep longing to have mm-hmm. um, yeah. the people around us um, pursue God mm-hmm. in private prayer. So we just want to like name that. Any yeah. other any other thoughts on that before we jump in? I just think it was a funny irony to, yeah. to kick off this episode with. So um, so let's let's just let's just like start here and, and just say like what is private prayer? Because um, I know there's there's a lot of religions out there that. You pray, You only pray at certain times in certain places with certain people. What? What? Why just? Why does Christianity like have this thing about it that is private prayer in a prayer closet secretively with God? Like, why is that a part of the Christian life? Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Who wants to? Who wants to tackle that one? <laughs> private prayer. What is it? Why does it exist? Let's go. All right, Matt. He's in. I love it. He's it. in. Um. So. Just to make sure I understand, can you repeat that question? Yeah. So, like, what is private prayer, and like, why is it a part of Christianity? Um, well, a lot of times I think our hearts and our minds get in the way of our own selfish desires, mm-hmm. um, and so prayer kind of resets that and allows us to seek God and seek His desires and His heart um, for our own for our own self but also so we can understand more of who he is and and what he's done for us um so it's kind of like a reset button and um when you go into that that closet so (laughs) yeah definitely so like there's so much of the flesh that creeps up all the time where it's very me centered and you're saying that private prayer is a way for us to um look beyond ourselves and resubmit to god and and like have that relationship realigned Mm -hmm. that's great yeah Aaron, what do you think? Like, wh- like when you think about private prayer, what do you think about? I, I mean, I think it's intimacy with the Father. Yeah. Ultimately, He wants us. That's why we were created. Mm. He wanted to be close to us, and the way we are close to Him is by spending time with Him. So I feel like when I'm in my prayer closet, it's an instantaneous. I'm with the Father, and mm. He hears me. I know He hears me. I come boldly because I know that He has promised to hear my my petitions to Him. And knowing that whether the answer is yes or no, that he is listening. Yeah. Yeah. Intimacy. And I know intimacy is like a big thing, especially not only for Bridgeway, but especially for you. It's really close to your heart. Mm-hmm. We talk a little bit about like, what do you mean when you talk about intimacy with the father and why we pursue that through prayer? Like what is intimacy with the father? Intimacy. So I, I say this to my dad every year on his birthday. Um, but I had an amazing father. Mm. He dropped everything if I needed something. He was a true example of an unconditional father for me. And so when I, you know, I had a really rough growing up, teenage years, drugs and alcohol. But when I came to the Lord, trusting the father, 
and the intimacy with the father was so real because I had an earthly father that, that showed me that example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like prayer is that, is coming to this father that loves you no matter what you've done, no matter where you are, no matter what you have. You know, sometimes we come with nothing. He doesn't care. He just smiles when mm-hmm. you open your mouth mm-hmm. and start talking to him. Yeah. And you think about, like, you're talking about intimacy and then private prayer. And I think maybe a lot of people would see those things as really hard to connect. Um, that kind of comes naturally for people who have been praying privately and intimately mm-hmm. for a long time. Because a lot of times when people think about private prayer, when they just sit down to open their mouths to pray to God, like, they just ask for stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, maybe they spend some time thanking him and adoring him, telling him he's good. And, but a lot of times it's like, God, just be with me today. I need your help. And, you know, will you please handle this situation? Like, and a lot of times that doesn't feel like it builds intimacy for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you talk about private prayer and being intimate with the Father through prayer, through talking to God, like, what do you talk about that like, that, that leads to intimacy? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's something people would be curious. So my personal prayer life starts with worship, mm-hmm. abiding, declaring who he is, and then Holy Spirit starts speaking to me. And so it's a, it's a balance of, it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. So if he's our best friend, treat him as that. So God, like this happened to me today. And then you stop and you listen. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you have to say to me over that situation? So it's a talking and a listening. It's, it's a back and forth. A lot of times people come to prayer as these are the lists. These are the things that I need you to do for me. And then they don't sit and listen. Mm. I long, and I'm not there. I'm still hoping to get there. But Mary is this example of just Mm. sitting at the feet of Jesus. She longed to be at what his word said. He wants, she wanted to hear everything that came out of his mouth. And that's what I feel like he wants from us. That's what prayer is, is Mm. we sit at his feet we tell him our needs, and then we listen to his needs. Not, not his needs, but listening to him. What does he want yeah. for us? What does he want to do with us that day or that year or that week? Yeah. It's a listening. Yeah. I think it's great. I think, <laughs> and I think that's a paradigm shift for a lot of people mm-hmm. that when you think about prayer, it's what you're saying, mm-hmm. not what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what I think what I'm hearing from you is um, if prayer is about intimacy if private prayer is about intimacy then private prayer has to be also about listening mm-hmm. in like a really deep way mm-hmm. that's great yeah i think Stacey. there's yeah. also um if if you think prayer starts with heavenly father and mm-hmm. it ends with amen then then we're missing out <laughs> so i think that's what aaron is also for me it that was a, a really wonderful shift to go from there's this song that says by day the lord directs his love and at night his song is with me and it's just that for me was like this beautiful picture of this this cyclical nearness of god that he is just always he's ready to talk whenever mm-hmm. and so the intimate prayer is the f- mode of communication and intimacy is the fruit of prayer Mm -hmm. i think so you just don't say i'm gonna get intimate you know you you talk Mm -hmm. and then over time you you begin to get a feel for oh that i've never thought that before Mm -hmm. and um 
so the way we we feel like we hear him becomes more clear over time, I mm-hmm. think. Because, and for me, that looks like the the verse from Isaiah about his thoughts are higher than my mm-hmm. thoughts. That I start to say, oh, I've never thought that before. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to pay attention to that. And for me, it's that's a, a beautiful thing that I've learned is just to stay really curious mm. with my inner spirit in the Lord and to mm-hmm. say, okay, for some reason that person is still in my mind. Why? (laughs) Talk to me about that. Is there something you want me to pray for them about? Is there something? Mm -hmm. Or I thought of somebody's um, dad the other day. Should I? And what I used to do is get on Facebook and see what's happening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But um, it's been a real treat to see the learn that that's actually Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. moving me to pray for someone like Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's it's revealing sin in my heart that mm-hmm. he reminds me of. Like it'll be some little phrase I said in a conversation that I'll just I'll just kind of mm. keep playing it back in my spirit until I'm like, oh. I know that's a vague example, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, I think it's helpful though. Like yeah, just sort of for me, it's it's not a beginning and an end. It's mm-hmm. a it's a. Oh, um, Mike Bickle has this book called Growing in Prayer. And one of the names of his, the chapters at the beginning is the fellowship of the burning heart. Mm-hmm. And it talks about our hearts being in unity with the Trinity mm-hmm. and that, oh man, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it's just like, they want, he loves us like he loves the son of god and the holy spirit yeah. there's no secondary level of love and love. intimacy mm. and so just taking that truth and and invite mm. say i don't get this i don't feel this but help me yeah definitely Keep i think talking yeah to i think what, what i'm hearing from like all of you um is like when we when we think about private prayer what we think what what, what you guys are kind of collectively thinking about and what comes to comes to mind is it is this intimate time with God that doesn't really know a beginning or an end. I'm sure it has its more intense moments when the prayer closet door is shut. Mm-hmm. Um, that begins often with like worship, wanting to hear from God that brings your request to him, but then it can just spider web out into a thousand different places. Like mm-hmm. it might be, you know, Matt, like you said, it might be like realigning yourself with him and like, and, and kind of, I, I, yeah, realigning is the, is the word there. And then Stacy, like what you were talking about, it could be like, oh, pray for this person. Something's going on there. Or it could be like, hey, there's this personal sin in your life that I want to work on. Or Aaron, it could be like, you know, you talked a lot about intimacy. It could just be like a newer, deeper re- revelation of the Father's love for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I think that to me is, is what's so intriguing about what you guys are talking about is that uh, prayer uh, in private is not about one thing. And it doesn't lead to one thing, and it doesn't accomplish one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is this never-ending curiosity with which we get to explore mm-hmm. the Father Himself and get to mm-hmm. know Him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is just—I um, feel like a lot of people listening to that. If, if they're listening to it the way I am, they're just having like paradigms broken, and then like, <laughs> and it's like I'm pretty sure private prayer was a checklist, and uh, this does not sound like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's really great, uh, but. Um, a lot, a lot of times too, I think what I, what we want to try to do throughout this whole podcast series is demystify prayer. Mm -hmm. I think we want to elevate it 
and and like like we've done in the last 10 minutes like show how big it is and beautiful it is mm-hmm. and this it's this it's this like why wouldn't we avail ourselves of this open door to the father uh but then also like show that this is not something that super Christians do who only eat celery every day and, you know, like have, you know, candles burning in their prayer closet because they sold all their clothes, you know, like, (laughs) but I think that's the image like I get of the quote unquote prayer warriors, you know, and it's like, I know that's not true, but I think it's what the enemy wants me to think is Mm -hmm. that like, David, you're not like that. And so you can't pray like that. Mm -hmm. And you'll never have that deep, intimate relationship with God because you just, you're not that cool. You're not that spiritual. Mm. And so I think one of the things that would that would help that is like, could you guys bring bring the plane down a little closer to earth for us now that we have this big vision of what private prayer could be and be like, what does it look like day to day in your lives? Like, when do you do it? How do you do it? How did it start? And then how, what has it grown into? So mm. kind of like, let's just kind of go and talk about like some of your private journeys, where it started and where it is today. Uh, I'd love to hear that from you. So like Matt, since we started with you earlier, why don't we start with you again? Sure. All right. Um, so I think just to kind of ping off of a little bit of what Aaron and um, Stacey both were saying about, um, <clears throat> I think there are a lot of like myths and lies that we believe mm-hmm. about prayer. Um, I think one of those is, is like, do I have the right words to say? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm coming into a newer season of, um, just God delighting in me. And mm-hmm. so like coming into a new understanding of that, um, that he enjoys to spend time with me. Um, and it's not just a checklist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I remember in college I had this huge binder of like, <laughs> that I'm filled miserably <laughs> <laughs> trying to go through and pray for like all these different requests. Oh yeah. Um, but, but intimacy with the father, just, it just feels, um, and part of this came out of like a study that I did um, with our class at Bridgeway, uh, the bridge class um, on the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, it feels like prayer is all about like the presence of God. Um, and so um, now that we, that our bodies are the temple of God, mm-hmm. like there, there were so many like connections that God made through that study um, that he just wants to be in our presence like so you know it, it can take off take on a lot of different forms mm-hmm. um but he knows us like he knows when we walk into the room like we don't have to have the right words to say mm-hmm. um we just come directly to him mm-hmm. and and you just hang out like i mean that's to me it's just a hangout like sometimes there's this i don't know this mythical of like oh i have to be the right person or i have to say the right things but it's like God just wants to delight in me. He just wants to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. He just wants his presence to fill my body. And that means like my mind and um, my requests. My... So that's kind of what I was a little bit leaning towards with, um, with the whole um, kind of a reset. Yeah, definitely. Um, and of course, you know, throughout the day, you're going to have different aspects because mm-hmm. the Bible does say um, to pray always, mm-hmm. like to pray about all things. Um, and so... I think sometimes we have this thought of like prayer means to ask, like it directly right. means to ask, yep. but it like, it doesn't like, it just means you're in the presence of God and you're mm-hmm. just hanging out with him and talking to him. And, um, so like if, if I come to you, David, like every hour and like, I, if all I do is ask you for things, like I'm going to be a really selfish person. <laughs> <laughs> and we, yeah, we're not getting very intimate. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Um, mm. But if we if we hang out, if we you know go to coffee or mm. whatever, um, we we begin to develop a relationship, and that's right. and that's where that intimacy comes from is mm-hmm. just spending time in each other's presence and being satisfied with each other's presence without all of these. Yeah. mythical religious spirits <laughs> that inundate prayer definitely so. definitely yeah yeah Aaron what about you what is what is it what is it what does your private prayer life look like what are some rhythms like how did, yeah. how did your start and how's it grown so someone said to me like 20 years ago Aaron you're an intercessor and it it scared me to death <laughs> really like worried about what does that mean? Mm. Am I going to be that weirdo lady that's running around with no makeup and not fixing my hair? You know, what does that really mean? And what's God going to do if I step that line and say, yes, Lord, I want to be an intercessor. So then a few years back, I started BSF with Bible study fellowship, started studying God's word. That's when the Lord was like, I love you. Mm. So, Studying God's word is what opened my mind to the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. That is then where I stepped into intercession mm. with prayer. So practically studying God's word daily. Yeah. It's so that you know, we're this is this is real. I hope this doesn't discourage anybody, but doing this Bible reading with the church together is incredible. I'm super excited, but that's four chapters that's taken me away from my time <laughs> with the Lord. <laughs> because I don't get a ton of that of time to spend with the Lord. Like so I'm really like jealous of my time with Jesus and that intimate time of reading God's word because that's when he speaks to us, is mm-hmm. when we're reading God's word. And so then after prayer, I mean, after I do my Bible study, if I have time, which I don't always have time, Mm. this isn't an everyday thing, I will go into, I use my restroom because it's big and I can pace and it's dark. I like it to be dark. So I'm going real practical Yeah, I love this. (laughs) So you're in the bathroom, the lights are off, you're pacing around like a mad person. Well, it's a master bathroom, it's big. It's not just like a washroom. Okay, so. You don't have crazy hair, but you're pacing in the dark. So there you go. I have pretty crazy. So much for the prayer closet. You're officially an intercessor now. And so uh, finding some kind of worship and it's different. Mm-hmm. The type of worship is different. It's not the same every single time. Or sometimes it is. God has me in a season of a song that he yeah. really is speaking into my heart at a time. So that's the one that I play over and over again. Um, and then so I start worshiping. I start uh, declaring who he is. And speaking in tongues is mm-hmm. a huge part of prayer my prayer life i know it's not for everybody's but i it's huge because it's your prayer language mm-hmm. um and then it's listening holy spirit what do you want me to pray today what's mm-hmm. on your heart today who like stacy said who mm-hmm. who do you want me to pray for and he will if you ask and you listen he will drop mm-hmm. in i want you to pray for bridgeway today i want you to pray for the elders today i want you to pray for sam today or friends or, yeah. you know, things that you've seen on Facebook or, or in the news or whatever. Like, these are the things that he's asking us to pray for. And then um, that's it, really. Like, it's mostly yeah. worship. Most of my prayer time is worship and mm. intimacy with the Lord. It's good. I think I think what Matt's saying, it's a realigning. It's like you're, you're pulling yourself back down to I'm small, God's big. Mm. 
show me what you want me to do. Yeah. I, I think that's, it, I, I know it, it sounds insanely practical, but it's insanely helpful because I, when I think about like, how do I spend more time with God? I have to come up with more things to say, you know? And it's like, yeah. at some point I just, I'm tired of talking and I don't want to think anymore. And I don't, you know, I don't want to ask anymore. I want to, I don't even want to like do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, and to, to just know that like, prayer is not about talking only mm-hmm. it's about being with him mm-hmm. and to like let some worship music play and listen to it and listen to the father and just be with him be mm-hmm. still and know all those things mm-hmm. like i i think when we think about prayer um i i don't my mind doesn't jump there immediately to just sitting and being and hanging you know as matt said mm-hmm. uh and so i think that'll be really good permission for people um as they hear this stacy what about you What's going on? Let's hear your story. Hmm. What are some of your rhythms? Well, and- when when I was a young teen, mm-hmm. um, I remember, so this is how it all started. This is not what it looks like anymore because life changed. Yes. But um, I have this really distinct memory of going to start a diary. And I got like two sentences in and I was like, this is dumb. Right? Yeah. This is just a book. Mm-hmm. And I remember... Even in middle school, knowing I had been taught that the Lord is omnipotent Mm -hmm. and omnipresent. And so even then, the Holy Spirit brought something out in me that said, if you're going to take time and reflect on your day, like do it with the one who knows already. Mm -hmm. And so I started prayer journaling um, at that age. And it was really, they're pretty hysterical, but... um, like, hey, God, what's up? How was, your, how, was, how was your day? How was your day, God? If you even have days. And I could write in here everything I did today, but you already know. And so then by like three sentences, I'm like, I'm like oh. I'm out of things now to write. What? Yeah. It was just really, I, I, it was a really sweet grace of the Lord to like have one of those light bulb moments. Mm-hmm. Um and I did I so I have journals from even even as young of age as, as that and now I have three kids um three five and eight and um there's not as much journaling now journaling takes on the form of recording the things that God mm-hmm. has done so I don't forget them um but there is more um there has to be so much more grace for um the practicalities of prayer yeah. with with being a mom of young kids. And so who did I I can cite this for you later, but I once heard just like just leave your Bible open on your counter hmm. and like you'll be good. Just walk by, get a verse when you need it, and just leave it there. Just the accessibility of it, mm-hmm. even if it's not what it used to look like. Mm-hmm. Um and then now I found, oh, there was a really, um, there was a book I did with my kids a few years ago called Praying the Attributes of God mm-hmm. um, by Rosemary Jensen. And it was so simple. And what it did is it took me reading the word and it taught me just how simple it can be to take those truths and to just say thank you yeah, for them. And then and then ask him to teach me more about it. Yeah. And so that be, that in my day to day, a lot of how I pray is by saying thank you mm-hmm. and tell me more about it. Yeah. And 
um, yeah, even in worship. I know Bridgeway really loves songs that sing the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so I find myself just, even in the midst of the swell of corporate worship, just thanking him for those truths. Yeah. And that's like how personal prayer looks in a big mm-hmm. environment that you're having these secondary conversations with him yeah just by thinking him so yeah that's great well so so, those are some things yeah so i mean again i'm kind of getting this you get this composite picture um and i love that it's it's always different too from person to person that you know matt kicks off his shoes and hops in a beanbag and he's hanging out with god (laughs) and uh, you know aaron locks herself in the bathroom with the lights off pacing (laughs) and you know and stacy's just walking maddenly through the kitchen chasing three kids and catches a verse out of the corner of her eye from her open bible You know, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I think what I love about this is you can tell just by the way you guys talk that you have such a, a heart for um, being intimate with God and like having those moments where you're able to spend lots of time and go deep and like do things that a lot of Christians are like, like want, but are weirded out by or intimidated by. Um, but the, the way you guys talk about getting there isn't like, so here's the, the seance book, you know, like, or like the weird mm-hmm. things you, it's like, we just try to grab bits of time with God mm-hmm. and it always looks different. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's no right or wrong answer or formula you need to follow. Um, but then also, so you kind of have that grace there, but then there's also like this, um, these like plumb lines that I can follow through all of your stories too, where it's like, it starts with God's word, like it, it like let him speak to you um, and and say thank you for it or mm-hmm. tell me more about that. Um, and then um, it also can consist of worship, like all of you talked about worship. And then it also consists of listening, being still, like letting him mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. speak. And then it also consists of like letting the Holy Spirit lead you into what to pray. I think that is something that I have just not done on a regular basis where it's like I come in and I have to start talking or prayer has not begun yet, mm-hmm. you know? And like, if I don't start praying, the prayer clock has not started. And then when I stop talking, it's over. And I, and like giving our- ourselves permission to like, just enjoy thinking about God for a little mm-hmm. bit and enjoy just like mm-hmm. not being frenetic in our lives for two seconds mm-hmm. and then being like, Holy spirit, what should I pray today? And oftentimes when I get to that point, I'm like hearing like, hey, you're okay. And it's okay that you didn't, like that your prayer hasn't lasted that long. And it's okay that this is the first time I've been in your prayer closet this week. And mm-hmm. and I always think that's like myself making excuses for myself, but it's like the Holy Spirit speaking to my innermost fear, mm-hmm. which is that I'm not okay mm-hmm. and that I haven't done enough and that I'll never do enough. And it's like mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit's just telling me the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the right response there isn't go, okay, so now start really doing the prayer thing. Mm-hmm. It's say thank you mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. make me believe that more. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like, I, this is kind of like me being a listener of the podcast kind of here and just being like taking your collective counsel and bringing it to bear on my own life um, as I'm sure a lot of uh, people listening around the world are doing right now too alongside me. So um, thank you for that. Uh, surprisingly, we're already a half hour into this thing. It has blazed by in a, in like in a way that these normally don't. So um, hopefully that means it's been good, um, but it's definitely been edifying for me. So what I often like to do, um, as we close down, especially with a group of a group this big is, is kind of go, um, 
if you if you could speak to this person who's listening to the podcast, um, who's like really wants to pray privately and really wants to know what it means to do this in secret and be intimate with the Lord and pursue intimacy with Him, like what what would you say to them? And like, um, what advice would you give or comfort or or um, admonishment, whatever it is that comes to your mind? I just like you to kind of share that as we close down. So, Aaron, you want to start? Yeah. First off, grace. Yeah. So much grace. Uh, we didn't get to go into the. We were going to talk about the seasons of life. Stacy did a little bit, but there mm. are seasons. So there is grace. Like, don't feel beat up mm. if you only get five minutes. Yeah. Once a week or once a month. He is delighting in any second that you'll give him. So receive that. Receive the grace. Don't feel condemnation. Don't compare yourself to others. Yeah. We're all going to look different. Our prayer lives are going to be different. He just asks us to come no matter what mm. what time you can give. Um, yeah. I just had this like quick thought of like um, I never like feel privileged when I have a quick brush of prayer with God. Like. Hey, oh God, I, I really need help here. Can you, I, and I pray and then I move on with my life. But like, if you, you think about these people who have like met dignitaries or the president or, you know, a celebrity and it's like, I met Will Smith and you like have a selfie and it's like this big deal. You didn't even talk to him. You just got a selfie with yeah. him and it's like this big deal. And it's like those seconds with the creator of the universe are yes. precious and they're a big deal. Mm -hmm. And so just like giving yourself grace, but also like let yourself be awestruck with the fact that you can grab a few seconds mm -hmm. with the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. Like, so I just, I, I, I received that Aaron. That's really good. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to that or no. no? All right, Matt, how would you close this down for us? Well, um, I would say create margin. Like mm. we all create margin in our lives for the things that we really love. Mm, yep. That's good. Um, and, and seek, seek, like read books, um, listen to podcasts. Um, Bridgeway has a really cool CD <laughs> yeah. plug in there, but um, right. like those little things just help, help you with just that whole realm of, um, and then I would also suggest um, seek people that will speak into you prophetically, mm -hmm. and and that would that that happened to me. Um, someone spoke a prophetic word over me um, with the aspect of prayer, and like it just ignited this Holy mm -hmm. Spirit fire of like seeking God and coming to God without like He knows us. He knows us better than anybody. So. We're not fooling anybody. When we come to him, <laughs> he already knows everything about us. So I would just say, create margin in your life and seek seek him, seek the Holy Spirit, yeah. and and listen to him. That's good. Stacy, what about you? Thoughts. You closing Clo closing thoughts. thoughts. And go for it. I'm twiddling my fingers right now. I can now. see that, can, but they can't. But they can't. So there you go. <laughs> okay, a few closing thoughts. Prayer does not change or affect our salvation it's a fruit of it and well, so we yeah. are already a plus that's what i tell myself because i'm a recovering performer that <laughs> i'm already a plus accepted in christ mm -hmm. and so i when i pray it's not for some smile of god although he smiles 
<laughs> it's a gift from him. So that's that's one of the things mm-hmm. I just want to say. If you're struggling with the legalism of prayer, that you're already accepted in Christ. Um, something that the Lord brought to mind as I was preparing for this was um, just in the throne room, we have a picture of what our prayers look like to him. Mm. And so we know that he collects our prayers in golden bowls. <laughs> and to me, that that tells me how he feels about prayer. He's not bothered by prayer or irritated by prayer. Mm. He, tr- he like literally decorates his room <laughs> with bowls of our prayers. That's good. That's good. And he keeps them and he, and it, they're a fragrance to him. They're an mm. incense to him. And the last thing I would say is that, um, in Hebrews, he talks about, um, good old Hebrews 11, six, that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Mm-hmm. And so prayer is the, one of the, one of the means that we seek him. Mm-hmm. And so just enjoy what Matt was saying, all the, all of the extra curriculars that spur us on to seeking him and resources and worship and podcasts and truth, all of those things um, are helpful because they renew our mind, mm-hmm. like the word. Um, but he is a God who promises to be found by those who seek yes. him. And so yeah. it's really fun that to fun. find more of him. And then he's like, but there's more. Yeah. And then you're like, okay. And so I that's think great. that's, oh, that's, so that's a real sweet piece. Yeah. I love that. that. Well, thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here and talking about this. Like we said at the beginning, this really intimate private thing that you kind of feel weird about talking about publicly. Um, but, um, just like we got a glimpse of what a little bit of what Jesus's private prayer life looked like. Um, I think it's helpful to see brothers and sisters who are trying their own sometimes flawed ways to run after Jesus privately. And, uh, and uh, it's encouraged me. I know it'll encourage our listeners. So we'll continue our uh, series on prayer next week um, as we talk about how to pray with our families, specifically how do we engage our kids and children in prayer. And so we hope you'll join us for that. But in the meantime, we hope you have a great time this week, and we hope you find time to pray in your prayer closet, and uh, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Bridgeway Podcast, where you will find a new conversation every Thursday. For more information about Bridgeway Church, we invite you to visit bridgewaychurch.com, or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BridgewayOKC, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash bridgewaychurchOKC. If you have any questions that you would like us to address on the podcast, feel free to email us at podcast at bridgewaychurch.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a review on the podcast app as it helps other people like you find our program. So on behalf of all the pastors and staff here at Bridgeway Church, I'm David Bowden saying thanks for listening and we will see you next week.